0: Welcome to the 49th Meal Podcast. My name is Mitchell Howe, and I am your host. I'm going to take you along a journey throughout the state of Alaska, where we will meet the men and women that make the food that you love. All right, everybody, we we are here with Megan from Elevated Oats, and this is an interview we've been trying to get done for a while, but life likes to keep getting in the way. Um, I will
1: let her introduce herself and her company. Well, thank you for having me, Mitchell. My name is Megan Militello, and I am the owner and founder of Elevated Oats. I started the business in August, and I'm I'm new to Alaska. I moved here in July, um, mid July, so it's it's been an interesting ride.
0: And uh, what what got you started with uh, opening a business, especially in doing oats at that?
1: Well, so I I grew up with my family all being entrepreneurs and having their own businesses. My dad came out here about 10 years ago to start assisted living homes. And he's, he started multiple businesses since then. So it's been this thing I've always wanted to do. Even the last two years um, that I was living in Hawaii, I was running an Airbnb. And so that was kind of like my own thing that you got to do whatever you wanted to, you know, and based off of how you make it is how your business does. So It's been a learning process, but when I came here, I could have continued in my career that I had been doing my whole life, or I could try something new, so I took a chance, and I went for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And um, what what have been some of the the challenges starting up a business, especially um, being new to Alaska? I mean, you said you came up July, opened in August, so that's a really short time. What's some of the challenges you've had?
1: Well, it's not only been like being in a new place, but it's been being in a whole new industry. I was an air traffic controller for 10 plus years. And so aviation, I mean, my degree is in aviation. Like I'm very into that world. So coming to food, it was always something that I had a passion for and something that I did at home, but nothing that I ever pursued outside of that. And so not having like real technical training was something that I think kind of held myself back because I felt like I needed, I needed formal education to be able to do something like this. So that was kind of one challenge was getting over my own issues with that and just diving into this thing and being like, I can do this. Like I can learn about it and just do it. And so that was one part of it. Being in a new place and learning the industry too, like needing to find a kitchen. That was a challenge here. There are not commercial kitchens just available for rent. You're going to be renting a space and then that space, you're going to have to spend how much money to convert it into a kitchen. And then you're spending money on permits with the business side of it, changing it through the city and the state. And I mean, all of that's been learning from the correct people, you know, trying to ask questions. I mean, I'm talking to people that are completely over my scope, and I'm I'm just kind of okay. Well, who do I need to call so that I can get this done? So it's just about you know moving forward and kind of rolling with the punches and just what's next. You know, even today I had some issues with a permit. Right now I'm getting a ceiling put in. We're like we're done with this permit. We can turn it in, but then there's something with the electrical. It's like this is and this isn't even food. This is like now <laughs> you're dealing with something totally different, right? So uh, yeah, the challenges keep coming. I mean they're um you just keep going with it though.
0: And now what what was it specifically about, excuse me, um, what was it specifically about the oats that made you decide to pursue down that avenue compared to the 550 billion other avenues? Totally.
1: Okay. So that's a great question. And I didn't ask, answer you. (laughs) So basically with the oats, that was kind of like, I had a few things I was really good at and like one is cakes. I can make really good cakes, it's something I really like, sweet treats. But I also am a fan of like being healthy and fitness and eating the right kind of food. So I didn't want to have a business where I was promoting eating sugar. Like that was like <laughs> the complete opposite of what I wanted to do. So I'm like, well, I can't do that. That is not going to work. And then it's like, okay, I, I thought of this idea of having salads, like, the The concept was really more about what's something that I can give people that's healthy, um, a good alternative or a good option compared to what's out there. The cereal aspect, like granola, it's so versatile. And it's like, you can have that anywhere. It's not like, It's, I mean, it's shelf stable. So it's not like I'm baking a cake and I have to sell that cake right now. This is something like I can build off of in a business perspective more so than now I'm just going to have this little bakery where I'm baking something and selling that. This is a way to like reach more people and have something that's bigger and more impactful.
0: Now, um, I've noticed up here, Alaska, that the health food trend is coming up here you're seeing it more and more. What's some of the reactions that you've gotten from people that might not really know too much about oats besides uh, Quaker Oats, and they were something your grandparents ate that they tortured you with when you were a child?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's so funny, because the very first show that I did was up in Fairbanks, and I I had no clue what to expect. I didn't know either that oats were kind of on this rise with being gluten-free and stuff like that. Totally wasn't even in my thought process. I just happened to get on this train where everybody's doing something with oatmeal right now. So I went up to Fairbanks. I set up this booth. I'm not even at a regular like food show. I'm at the Go Winner Expo. So it's like snow machines and it's gun shows going on in the other side and I'm my sister and we're all bright and like have all this granola nobody knows what granola I mean not nobody but a lot of people don't even know what granola is you know and then elevated oats. Oh, it's just like oh well what is this and so it it's become a lot of educating which is totally fine with me because then I can tell you hey, you don't just have to eat it this way, you know, it's like, you can do so much with it, which makes it even better, so it's been a, I get a lot of, oh, that's too healthy for me, (laughs) Um, from a lot of the bigger burly guys, you know, and I'm like, dude, it's great, I swear, just try it, Um, but it's, it's been pretty good, everybody, tends to, it seems like people like it. I think people are more interested and curious because I do have the vegetables like added in some of the flavors. Um, but like the one with the banana, it tastes like banana bread and people tend to like it. Even kids, like I get a lot of kids that are like, Oh my God, this is great. So that's, I mean, that's all I want to be doing.
0: Now, speaking of uh, the flavors, I've been, I've been watching your post on social media. And as soon as we can actually ever leave the house, I plan on trying the banana bread, but <laughs> What flavors do do you have in, um, like, what's kind of the most popular one for people that might be new into eating oats? Because I know myself, I I don't have the highest opinion of oats because everything I've had has been, like, the steel bars from, Mm. like, the health food store. So, for me, I know it's pretty exciting to see somebody like you bringing it up here and introducing some real flavors. But kind of, what's your flavor
1: line? Okay, so I, right now I have four, but <clears throat> I get really excited because I, I always have <laughs> ideas going through my head. <laughs> so the four, the first one I, that I've been making for years, I've even talked to some people that I've worked with in ATC, and they were like, oh, yeah, I remember you bringing that granola up to work. And I'm like, really? I don't even remember that. That's crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> the OG flavor <laughs> is the not banana bread, <clears throat> and that one does have banana as the second ingredient in it. And so I added banana chips and a little bit of flavoring so that it bumps up the banana even more, but it's going to have flavors that are reminiscent of a banana bread. So you have cinnamon, you have walnuts and pecans. It's, it's, it's great. I mean, I definitely my favorite, definitely everybody's top favorite favorable <laughs> flavor. Um, the next one that I came up with was chocolate, the dark and salty. And that one, my dad was like, oh, I love chocolate. I'm like, well, I guess I have to have a chocolate one. And so (laughs) I kind of kept my base recipe and I just worked off of that. Well, what flavors can I make that are good? Okay. Almonds are delicious with chocolate, a little bit of coconut in there. That'd be nice. Yeah. And they just play around with stuff. And then, then I was like, man, but color is really what I want to embrace here. Like, that's my main thing is like trying to show people that you can eat." All like beets, beets are so awesome and they're so bright. I mean, they stain everything. If people don't know that, it's like you haven't had real beets, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So it's like perfect. So I'm like, boom, I'm gonna do one with beets. And the beets taste great. Once they're roasted, it brings out like all the sweetness. So it's not like you're eating just some root vegetable, you know? And it's, it's like even more sweet. There's a little bit of white chocolate in there. It's reminiscent, you know, try to go off of like a red velvet cake. And then when it came to the carrot, um, that one is not creamsicle. I, I actually don't like creamsicles at all. I didn't want to do a creamsicle flavor. <laughs> My aunt um, I was down in California. We were talking about it. And I'm like, man, I really want to do one with carrot and have it be like a little orange. I'm like thinking carrot cake. You know, that makes sense. Carrot cake. And then she was like, ah, creamsicle would be so good. And I'm just like, oh, that just does not sound appealing to me. (laughs) And then once I told a few more people, they were just like, oh my God, that just sounds so great. And it's, of course, the generational, I think it's a generational thing because kids nowadays don't know what creamsicles are. So the, at least my parents, at least around there, they were just like, just ogling over this there's not creamsicle flavor so I thought of a few things and I put it together and it just happened to work amazingly
0: I know nothing like making us uh really fill our age when when you say <laughs> sickle to a kid and they stare at you with a blank stare
1: <laughs> yeah no idea I've had to do a lot of <laughs> in that sense too <laughs> I'll be at these shows I see kids I'm like do you know what a creamsicle is Or like no I'm like oh gosh <sighs> it's
0: okay <No. laughs> I know, uh, and congratulations on opening your first place. You were talking about that. You want oh, yeah, to, <laughs> thank you. You want to tell us uh, a little
1: bit about that and what we can expect? Yeah, sure. So I'm actually not going to have a retail space. <laughs> it's um, only going to be a kitchen. So we have it through the city as a factory. We are considered a factory. We... I mean, we are just going to be pumping out granola. So we're only going to be wholesale. We will be doing like some shows when it comes to being local, like around Anchorage and stuff. But my main goal is to have everybody else kind of promoting it for me or selling it for me. I mean, that's the goal with wholesale. You know, I don't want to have a store and have to have something else really to worry about right now. The main thing is like to be bigger. Like, that's the goal. It's not about, I mean, of course, I'm going to be local, right? But it's like, I want to be out there, too. I want to be in, I want to be everywhere. I want to be in all the grocery stores. I want this to be a nationwide thing. My biggest uh inspiration with that would be, like, Kodiak cakes. Like, I think they've only been around 11 years. I mean, they're in every Costco. Everybody knows what Kodiak cakes are. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so if I could do that with elevated oats, like, that would be... That would, I mean, you got to dream big, right? <laughs>
0: exactly. I mean, I don't think too many people start out with the idea of, oh, I, I just want to to sell to 100 people and I'll call it a day. Right. Right. <laughs> so now, um, I know a lot of guests we talk to, uh, we, we hear the nightmares of shipping. Obviously, doing a factory like that, um assuming you have to bring in a large quantity of oats. How how has that uh, played a factor into your business and your business planning?
1: Yeah. So that's my business planning is to plan to build a factory somewhere that's not in Alaska. <laughs> I mean, eventually <laughs> at some point, you know, you kind of, if it's going to be that big, I can't be in this little, you know, 1500 square foot used to be a pizza hut place in Alaska. Like it's far away. Um, so planning nationwide I would like to still be here, but maybe have something else being built somewhere else that can be ran without me. I mean, I can't, I can't be the do, you know, I can't do everything forever. You <laughs> can't plan it like that. That's not going to work out. Um, so when it comes to ingredients, I'm definitely sacrificing on being like 100% organic and being like 100% like gluten-free oats, just because the cost, it changes the cost dramatically you know, me getting organic certified gluten-free oats, it's like over three times the cost of just getting regular rolled oats. So that right there, like the ingredients, it's, it's hard. It's hard. So now it's like sacrificing the organic, but that's okay. You know, for now it doesn't have to be a hundred percent organic. That's not, something that has been very important from what I have noticed from the people you know like when I've been out there doing these shows and learning and hearing what people have to say nobody is ever asking me if it's organic nobody is really worried about that so <clears throat> picking and choosing my battles has been kind of a thing um, when it comes to the ingredients and the shipping that's just kind of where I've had to sacrifice um, packaging I definitely wanted to do 100% biodegradable packaging because since i lived in hawaii for so long that's really what's important i mean great ingredients are important too but you got to keep the cost down you just have to play the game and you know make decisions
0: now um with talking about the oats and stuff um people that might not know what's some of the benefits of incorporating oats into your diet for health wise talk about um gluten free stuff like that but can you, can you um expand on that
1: yeah so i'm i'm all about whole ingredients for me i don't like to be too scientific with anything i mean i'm not a scientist i just like really good food <laughs> so for me it's like i'm eating real stuff right i mean oats are great for you you got they hold you over, they're high in fiber, so you're going to feel fuller longer, so it's not like eating a bag of chips, you know, that may have the same amount of calories or something, that just doesn't sustain you, it's not, it's not good food, this is like real whole foods, you have these nuts, you're getting vegetables, right, a little bit of that, Um, that's really the main thing, and then besides that, I'm always telling people you should just eat, you know, if it grows, my goodness, that's even better, you know, do Doritos are not wild? Doritos, uh, oh my gosh! Okay, do you know Doritos catch on fire? You know you can use those like as a fire starter for chart like grills. It's crazy. Cheese too, the cheese in the packets, the single serves. That that,
0: that sounds like a YouTube video waiting to happen. I have a oh, kid stuck gonna- at home that's uh, going crazy right now during this pandemic time.
1: <laughs> yes, you will find hundreds. I promise. So now,
0: with uh, speaking of this pandemic and everything going on right now, how what's the effect been on your business?
1: Uh, so, fortunately, it hasn't affected me that much, just because I'm in the stage of fixing up the kitchen. I'm not cooking anything yet. We're not able to sell anything yet. We're not wholesaling yet. So, because we're in this startup stage still, it's like, fortunately, we've been doing like we've been working every day every day I'm still in that kitchen cleaning something or doing something the fortunately the contractors are helping us out still they're putting in a ceiling right now so that I can get this space set up um even in the city this is now the reason that I'm still pushing forward and now I feel like I have a little bit more of a drive is because we have a shelf stable product that we can get out to people and look at what's happening with food you know, it's crazy. So it is. if if anything, it's it's gotten me more driven to feel like I need to get this going now because it's it's sad. You go and I just can't believe it. I just can't believe seeing the shelves and how what's happening. So if I can help at least and get people that are in need of food and especially something that's going to be able to sit on their shelves forever—not forever, but you know, a long period of time—you know, that's and it's good for you. I mean. That's the best thing I can do during this thing, you know. <coughs> Are you okay though, by the way? Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, no, no, I know right. that it's affected you too. Yeah, no.
0: Um I, I've been I've been lucky. I've been on the uh full recovery now for about two days. It's still just a cough and the winding, but um and and that's one reason, you know, I, I'm trying to schedule and get these podcasts out as quick as I can to let the community know we still do got these small businesses that are out there trying to help us.
1: Yeah. And yeah, definitely.
0: It, I, I've seen you being very active on social media, letting people know uh, a major question I have besides, I know when I think of oats, I think maybe substitute for cereal, not, not mm-hmm. really too many exciting ways to eat them. And then you pop up with your videos, like those uh, waffles this morning. Look, absolutely <laughs> amazing, but what's some ways that people can, that maybe are new to the oat world, try them in different ways that can make it a little more accessible for them?
1: Yeah, so I would definitely say additions. Additions are the most important things when it comes to oats. Plain oats are boring, totally. <laughs> I mean, when I make oatmeal, it's like sugar, butter, And milk and then that's like my warm oatmeal in the morning you know so if you're making anything with oats it's all about the additions have you had overnight oats at all um I've had them once okay so I love overnight oats I can make like four or five of them at once and then I'm done even with the granola I'll take half of that put a little bit of regular oats in there just so it is not super flavorful add some liquid it's in the fridge overnight done. So for like my little event cards, I had a little overnight oat recipe on there. You can add nuts. You can add a little bit of almond butter or some type of nut butter in there. Add a little bit of a sweetener. And then you just play with it. Like even now when I make oatmeal, I add chia seeds every time. Every time I make oatmeal, I add chia seeds just because it's like, I don't taste them. They're super jam packed with great fats for you. You know, it's a healthy, nutritious thing to add. You just, you can't even taste them. So it's like these little habits, even cinnamon. Cinnamon is something really important now that I add to my oatmeal all the time, just because it's like this nice warmth that comes in. Fruit, add fresh fruit. Bananas, uh, yeah. I mean, I can keep going. (laughs) Or like your overnight oats too, warm them up in the morning. Try that instead of just having them cold, because you don't have to eat them cold. Some people don't like that. It's a weird, it's like something you're not used to because you've never had oatmeal like that before you know so it's like trying all these different things but when for me a big thing like with the waffles texture i always think of texture with my granola oh my gosh i made um a tort do you know what a tort is yes okay i had no clue what a tort is a week ago and then someone told me oh tort and i'm like i got to look this up flourless cake this is so easy so i'm like i'm going to make this oh my god it was amazing <laughs> but i was like okay tort let's make some whipped cream throw that on top Ooh, you know what would be good it's so nice and soft add a little bit of dark and salty on top add a little bit of crunchy nice almond taste in there it was just amazing it was perfect
0: i know i'm about to have to call uh call into question your your claim of not having
1: kitchen (laughs) (laughs) when i have this kitchen i am gonna believe i love cooking this is the thing it's not just oats and the hard part too like I couldn't go the restaurant route because I love cooking so much, but I I really take the time in what I make, and I really, it just takes too long for me to try to do it for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. Give me all the sweets. Oof. See that that was like I, I love
0: baking, but I do not have the the patience or the scientific ability to dive too deep into baking because I'm after spending 10 years on the line I'm like third cup nope six shakes of this pinch of that call it good <laughs> <laughs> that's why I, anyone that does pastries like I just have oh. off to them because that's more of a science as much totally. of a science as an art
1: yes and that's something that I loved about food is that it does come down to like these reactions that are happening and it's just so, yeah, it just makes it all the more interesting. It's like watching plants grow. You know, it's like I took this thing. That was a big part of all of this. I mean, I was growing my food out in Hawaii, not all of it, but I was growing some stuff and watching it become it <laughs> and then using it was just amazing. It was, <clears throat> it was something that really changed my relationship with how I eat and what I eat, you know, and that's all I can want for other people is to kind of open up that world too.
0: And now um where where can people find you uh, we're we're sitting here talking about all this yummy delicious ways to use oats and um different stuff you do on social media where where's the best way for people to find you
1: So for me right now it definitely is social media. We do have a website that is in the process of being worked on. You can go to our domain www.elevatedoats.com super happy i was able to get that (laughs) and um so you can go there and then you can just sign up sign up on the website to find out when we do launch it's not to sign up for a newsletter or anything like that it's just going to be hey we launched the website boom now you can go see it and my main goal for that website is to have recipes on there and stuff like have information on there to you know what can you do but right now the main thing social media we're on facebook we're on instagram i try to post on everything if not me my social media girl so we try to stay you know current relevant and teach people whatever they can do so our handles at elevated oats for everything and um yeah that's where we're at right now when it comes to local and being in anchorage i'm hoping to be in several places but we don't have the certification for the kitchen yet so once i get that it's just about running forward at that point
0: and do you guys have a rough time frame of when you're expected to be opening?
1: Oh, I, I am really hoping it's going to be by the end of this week, but I'm not banking on that because that's a little, it's a little tight. I'm going to say two weeks. I'm going to say two weeks.
0: Well, we are definitely um, excited to to see when you get open and what you do. And for all of our listeners, if you click into our show notes, we'll have all those social medias for elevated oats on there and now anything just uh you'd like to share with our listeners as we wrap up any advice or anything you just want them to know about you
1: um just you know stay positive it is a crazy and hectic time right now and our world is definitely changing and will change and you know all we can do is try to stay positive and be kind to one another yeah
0: that is great advice well Thank you so much, Megan, for joining us. And we wish you the best of luck. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the interview, please go ahead and be sure to check the show notes so you can follow our guests on their social media. And we also ask that you please give us a thumbs up or a rating wherever you are listening to this podcast. And if you did not like the show, well, just go ahead and listen to something else then. Nobody needs a negative Nancy. Thank you for listening to my daddy.
1: See you later. Hold up.